Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and excited to be here, right? So, recently uh, I just went out and visited a, uh, a college friend of mine. Well, I shouldn't say visited him. He got married, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I have a little beef stuck in my throat. Now we're good. Uh, just finishing up some breakfast, right? Before I headed out on the walk here. Now, traveling. That's what I want to talk about, right? Uh, part of it, I was, I was pleasantly surprised that travel, to me, seems normal. I mean, I really don't travel that much, but there were a couple people with masks on, right? Nobody was... Uh, pushy about anything uh, of such, right? Whether it's anybody um, working for the airport, airlines, whatever, uh, or passengers, like everybody seemed cool, which was amazing to see. I, I was so happy that everybody was able to express their freedoms, right? Nobody was required to spray their hands down before getting on, wipe their seats off, whatever it is. Um, yeah, if you want to clean your stuff, go ahead and clean your stuff, right? Like, I expect that the airplanes get cleaned regularly, that the airport, whatever it is, gets cleaned regularly, just as anything should get cleaned regularly, right? Uh, just as good sanitation practices uh, would dictate, right? Now... That, that being said then too, right, nobody was, again, I'm going to say pushing anything on anybody else, which is beautiful, right? If I, I did not want to wear a mask, no, uh, felt good, I traveled well, like everything felt fine, right? But I didn't feel that I needed to, right? I just really don't wear a mask. And if somebody felt that they needed to, they did, and they had that right, and that's completely fine. Like, that's the beauty of it, right? There was no mandate saying you had to, didn't have to. Uh, and just as an in general, I mean, the, the the whole flying process, like, was was good. Now, one of the things that I did, uh, there are a couple things. One thing that I did take note of that to me is very... Uh, health related, right, was the ability to get on and off of aircraft. And this, this is something, uh, again, mentioned my friend Travis Robbins, who uh, has been on the show before, um, but owns Robbins Rehab somewhere that I also uh, work for, right? And he and I have been working on like health and longevity uh, just discussions, right? Talks, how can we help our patients? And it was really interesting because one of the, I mean, proxies of measure that we use is just like being able to get your suitcase on and off of the airplane, like in the overhead compartment, right? So I think I figured out a way if anybody's listening from any airlines, to probably save you a couple million dollars a year. <laughs> and it's get people a little bit stronger and a little bit healthier. 
it will make the efficiency of getting on and off of an airplane so much faster. And I'm talking for multiple reasons. So people that are just slow, walking, slow moving, it's because they're not stable, right? They cannot balance well. They don't necessarily have the strength, the balance to propel themselves forward at a faster rate. Do so up and down a ramp maybe, right? But even then just while pulling an object and while carrying an object, right? So that, and then where I mentioned the overhead compartment as well. Well, actually I'd be curious. I don't know what the average piece of luggage weighs. I know what it can't be over 50 pounds. Like it has to be 49.9 or something like that, right? Or you get more fees on it, right? I don't think most people's carry-ons are probably that heavy. Uh, so to have to lift it overhead, again, maybe, maybe they are. It depends, I guess, what they're putting in there. But either way, right? If you have a 20 pound carry-on, think, cause it's going to be, there's a little bit of weight behind them, especially any of the more rigid plastic ones or anything. I'm sure they weigh a bit more. Plus, just anything that you have on there, yeah, that adds up. And now being able to get up overhead efficiently, either push that in, pull that out, put it down in a quick motion, and start walking, right? You can see, most people can do it uh, very well, right? No problems, quick, moving, because they just want to get going. Other people, there's a bit of a struggle. And then there's just a handful of people, I mean, on every, I was on four different flights, right? Every flight that I was on, there's for sure a handful of people that slowed the process down quite significantly, right? Like it wasn't like, uh, yeah, a couple seconds. Well, no, no, like when we're talking like a minute or two, right? Times how many flights per day, right? This really adds up. And I would think the airline is a minute even driven industry, right? Like every minute uh, counts. So... Yeah, if you're looking to save a few million, let me know here, uh, airlines. I think we can get your passengers moving a little bit better, moving a little, uh, just, and then again, that better, more efficient manner, plus get them healthier, probably get some traveling more, right? Hey, you want people traveling more, right? And if they feel that they can get around, move around the airport, I cannot tell you how many patients actually that I have they talk to me and say, yeah, I just don't know if I can go do X, Y, Z, right? That's, that's a big deal. Like people want to be able to travel. I mean, I think people still enjoy being at home, like embracing their home life, but they want to go on more of an adventurous vacation, right? Most vacations require you to move, whether it's walking around a city, going hiking, uh, going to the beach. I mean, uh, it, it could be seeing any ancient ruins, whatever. I'm trying to just think of what other places to visit there are. I mean, I, I can't think of one that doesn't require I mean, hunting, right? Um, I, every vacation that I can think of, Actually, I think gets people more mobile than usual. Uh, I've never had this realization until now, uh, but I think it's, yeah. It, and the reason I say that, even with the quote-unquote relaxing vacation, whether it's going to the beach, going to a lake, whatever, right? Well, beaches and lakes aren't easy to access, right? Even if you're staying beachfront to walk 
down to and onto the beach is going to be one of the more challenging things that a lot of people will have to accomplish. So, there you go. If you're interested in getting better at going on vacation, moving better, let me know. This is something I would love to help you out with uh, because I think it's, it's a big deal. And I realized I, I want to give a bit of a rundown on my little trip, my friend's wedding as well, and uh, kind of talking about vacation, right? So it was out um, between like Lake Tahoe and Reno, Nevada. I stayed next to Lake Tahoe and it was absolutely beautiful. It was an inclined village where I stayed. I was blown away, right? And so time of year, you're talking mid-October. So I don't know. I, I from, my, from what I could tell and just talking to some people, it was definitely warmer than usual, which was amazing. I mean, a couple days we hit like 80 and sunny. It still got cold at night, right? Uh, not as cold as it is right now. I mean, I'm walking through the woods here and it's in the mid-20s, I think, maybe upper 20s. With the short uh, with the short sleeves on, yeah, it's a it's a bit bit chilly. Uh, <laughs> still trying to get that morning sunshine, right? It does feel good. Now, that being said, uh, where was I? Incline Village. Uh, so Mount Rose was the mountain that I got to climb. I've not gotten into climbing much in the way mountains, like doing some hiking like this. I am hooked, right? I've been kind of making this transition of, uh, I'm starting to like a little bit of running. Don't get me wrong. I need my strength training. That's uh, going to, again, it is taking on different forms, right? I don't know. I, I think I've had that evolution of, I, I, maybe I, I still kind of want to deadlift 500 pounds, 600 pounds, right? Other than that, I don't know. Like overhead pressing heavy doesn't really do it for me anymore. I think dips, push-ups, some kettlebell presses, like it's going to be all I need there. Still doing some rows, some some pull-ups. That's all I need there. Uh, squats. Yeah, I mean squats, but more like with kettlebells and then just a bunch of lunges, some swings. But I still think I want to deadlift, right? That aside. The hike. Uh, I don't remember the last time I did this much locomotion, right? So I set out a little bit before 7 o'clock to go up. So the elevation was much easier to deal with than I had anticipated, which was great. Now, again, some of that could be still just my overall training. Uh, some of that is, I think, just probably taking care of myself, Um Either way, uh, from what I could see, uh, the trail that I did, so I started on the, the 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 summit on the road of the mountain was, I think, 8,300 feet, and I went up to, like, 10,900 feet at the peak, and that was the highest mountain in the area that I could easily find, so that's why, of course, I wanted to climb that, right? It was beautiful. You could When I got to the top, looking out, seeing down in Lake Tahoe was amazing, seeing Reno on the opposite side. It was just pretty cool because you have a desert. You have this, I believe it's coniferous forest, right? Right? Conifers? I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Just evergreen forest, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Conifers are probably different. Somebody correct me on this, please. That being said, right? 
evergreens. Um, and then you get to a certain point, it's like there's no more trees looking out. That's a wild thing, right? It's just this little bit of low brush. And I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm walking through a, a, a forest where there's very few evergreens. Um, most of the trees have now, or leaves, excuse me, have now fallen. So it, it's such a different experience. And I think this is an amazing thing to partake, right? Realize the differences of Mother Nature. Appreciate that. Soak that up. It's wonderful. Now, I got out early. It was a little chilly to start, but it warmed up nicely that day, right? And I got... (laughs) Some people addressed me a little bit differently than when they talked to me um, as I was on the way down. Because I I was well down before most people were heading up that day, which was great because I got to do it by myself. And... I had on my Earthrunner sandals, some shorts, and a backpack, right? I started off the day earlier. Uh, I had sweatpants on and a long sleeve shirt and a t-shirt, right? But on the way down, I mean, I just stripped down, right? And this guy was like, oh, your gear is not that technical. Are you, are you doing okay climbing? I was like, look, man, bought a bunch of water. I'm good. That's all I needed, right? Had plenty of water, some snacks, all was good. And I think don't let, don't let things be barrier to you, right? Ah, I need this to hike. I need that to hike. No, just get out and go for a hike, right? Go and enjoy Mother Nature. You don't need to have the craziest gear, all of this, that, and the other thing. Uh, maybe a walking stick for some people, right? Just for a little bit more on the way of balance because, yeah, balance is challenging at some points. Know where you're going, what you're getting yourself into, and just enjoy it, Right? Mother Nature is beautiful. That's that's really what this comes down to. Uh, so this was pretty challenging. So I was really gone for about six hours because I then went off on another trail down to another lake to add to the hike. So it was just beautiful. And after, this is really what the point of this all it comes down to is, man, we got to spend some more time in nature, right? And this isn't just go for myself. I mean, I, I think this is more of a personal lesson, excuse me, I should say. But I encourage everybody, get out enjoy that right that's that's what mother nature is about she wants to share everything that she has with you that's why she's here that's why we're here to live in harmony together so get out and enjoy it and and do something hard right that was the beauty of it is just doing something hard yeah going up that hill i was huffing and puffing on a couple different occasions more on to come on that in a moment but it was great it was, it was wonderful. Felt just exhausted after, right? Which was, I, I haven't felt like that kind of like, holy cow. I'm just, I'm done, right? Went home, hopped in the lake for probably 10 minutes, which was cold, right? And, but, and so clear and beautiful. And just that, just, I, I, I just laid there. Oh, no, I shouldn't say lay there. I kind of stood there just, walking very slowly out very slowly in, like moving my arms a little bit just so that the water couldn't warm up around me i had to keep it moving i didn't want to stay completely stationary and it was it was awesome right and i think that's what helped me recover quite a bit so it's just it, it was an amazing experience I, I just can't say enough about that 
there's six hours, right? And now it's it's got to be more. Uh, the connection, the relaxation, the everything that that did mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, it, it was just a eye-opening experience. So, I mean, I just have to thank Mother Nature. I have to thank Mount Rose for providing that, right? Uh, now, the other, so I was out there for a couple days, and the other really big hike that I got to go on, I don't remember, uh, Rifle Peak, maybe? Either way, wasn't uh, quite as high, still pretty high, but holy cow, the terrain on this one now. So, the going up, now we got to talk, this is the first time I had to take a break, right? <laughs> it was... The, the 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 incline on it was so incredible that I was <laughs> right just that truly like panting, huffing and puffing, and could only go for so long. Uh, so really enjoyed being able to do that though, and just to go through that type of experience. Right, I haven't had I don't think something that challenging. Right both mentally and physically to be able to experience and really then push through and just be able to enjoy that then too. Good morning. So that was that was just something I, I, I can't say enough about and just look forward to doing I think both of those things, right? Like going to the thing that's extremely challenging, right? Just like, oh my goodness. But in because of the intensity, right? And then something that's more challenging just because of just keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. Just keep going for a longer period of time. And yeah. So I think mentally it just it, it puts me in an amazing spot. Physically, I, I felt actually refreshed from it all I think just from that time in nature the the silence that I was able to experience was again the silence is golden or the deafening silence uh, but it wasn't deafening it was it was truly I think music to my ears so wonderful wonderful to hear and look forward to more experiences like that so what else did I have to share about that? Oh, that's what I wanted to get to. So the the breathing. Yeah, I was surprised that breathing in altitude. But again, I, I say that in quotes again almost too, right? Altitude. Well, now I would want to get to 12,000 feet. I want to get to 14,000 feet to 20,000 feet, right? Like what do these things feel like for the body? I don't know. It's kind of something that I'm just posing to myself, to, to the universe, to, to you guys, right? I want to work on continuing to both get just stronger, but also work on my endurance and work on my VO2 max. Just how much can I push myself out there and just really enjoy it? I don't know. It's... It's, it's going to be different, I guess, here in Pennsylvania. I can work, I know of a couple of hills, right, that are shorter but very intense. So I can work on some of those. And then I can find plenty of places to just go and hike for the day, right? Not quite at the same elevation, 
but still going to get out, enjoy Mother Nature, see what she has to bring, right? See what she has to offer. Hopefully I can give her something back. That's that's a big part of it too uh, that I don't want to take lightly. It's just, I don't want to, excuse me, I, I don't want to just take, take, take from her. I want to also share with her and give back to Mother Nature. And maybe that's just, hey, clean it up. Want to find some stuff, right? Just share in love with her. So, that's my uh, forte into, or my foray, or sometimes I'm not sure what words I'm supposed to be using, I guess. That was my hiking experience, my little vacation, my little travel. Uh, it was It was a blast, though, right? And... I, I want to just, again, keep it going and encourage everybody to maybe do some of that for themselves. Go outside of their comfort zone, right, and do something harder. Get out and enjoy it. All right. Uh, one other thing that I did want to touch on today is, sorry, just looking at my notes here. Uh wrote down don't wait for a in parentheses health and then in parentheses crisis i've noticed this on several of the podcasts i guess that i've been listening to recently people talk about well their their health crisis what made them switch or get into whatever it is that they're doing right current health practitioners and it, it struck the chord of not that that's bad in any way of course i mean we all go through this and maybe i think to different levels but maybe we don't i think it's trying to stay as healthy as you possibly can right and i I say don't go through that health crisis right like take care of yourself before it comes a health crisis and this is where i know paul check talks about like your uh, your pain teacher, learning from the pain teacher. And sometimes it's like, it has to be that rock bottom. And it certainly can go that way. I would just, of course, encourage people to, uh, not let it go to a rock bottom to change your health. Right. That's, that would be the ideal, I think. Right. Like don't, don't go to where you're one foot in the grave. And I put health in parentheses because I was thinking about this. There aren't a lot of other crises. I mean, there's there's war, unfortunately, that's going on now. Don't get me wrong. That's an absolute crisis. I'm going to take away from that. But in the short term, I mean, like an accident, right? Like somebody's uh, hit in a vehicle. Somebody falls off of something. Like those are... Short term, like very acute, not short term, very acute crises, right? Like just boom, it happens, right? But things, most diseases, right? Cancers, like these are all long-term health crises. And I say long-term because when you find out about them, it might be a short-term, got to hurry up and work on this. But long-term, like it's... It's taken a long point to, it's taken, excuse me, a long time to get to that point, right? So it didn't just happen overnight. 
So start addressing your health crises now, right? Don't wait. And this comes down to, oh yeah, my family has such and such disease, such and such cancer, right? Well, yeah, so just, just because people in your family have it, remember, this is epigenetics that we're expressing here. So epigenetics is, genetics like, okay, what, what genes do you have? Well, the epigenetics are the expression of those genes. So you can still turn on and off genes, right? If you don't, if you don't want to get something, don't, right? The mind is unbelievably powerful. Start making sure that you harness that on a daily basis. The physical body, there's a reason I'm huffing and puffing here as I'm trying to talk to you guys. I want to get out in mother nature, right? Exposing some skin, getting a little uncomfortable. My hands are uh, still pretty damn cold right now, right? Uh, I'm not by any means overly dressed. I'm starting to actually warm myself up though. I mean, as I'm hustling here, it certainly is helping. But it feels good to just not be in 72 degree temperature all day, every day, 365 days a year. Right? No, no. Well, cold, little heat, huffing and puffing, whatever it might be, right? But then the mental, he like said, working on your mental strength, fortitude every day taking in good water everything that we talk about the sleep like don't wait on these things is what this comes down to don't wait for your health crisis think of your health crisis right now look at your kids your parents your loved ones whoever it is your spouse your again i don't care take around take a look around those you love and that's the reason you want to take care of yourself because as i talked about before you want to be able to travel with them at any age you want to be able to do any travel that you want to do right to be able to do any activities that you want to do don't limit yourself remember you can do any of these things the mind is powerful the body will follow so again think of it act as if you're in health crisis now because you change one thing and it starts to snowball and do more and more and you're just going to be happy about it. That I can that I can assure you. So, get out there. Maybe enjoy some travel. For sure, get outside. Enjoy the outdoors. And then, hey, finish with, uh, don't wait for a health crisis. Just get healthy and enjoy the ride. Thanks, guys.